Art of the Assistant, brought to you from the hills of almost heaven, West Virginia, a podcast created to encourage and assist those who are sitting in the second chair of their ministries and organizations. We're going to be interviewing um, the staff here at Faith Baptist Church here in Morgantown. And so Joey Neal is here and uh, Jeremy uh, Cordova, uh, which you guys have been a part of uh, the staff here for how long, Joey? A little over two years for me. Okay, two years. I'm a little under two years. All right, so uh, around the same time. Yeah, about an eight-month difference between the two of us. Okay, all right, awesome. And so... Um, you guys are the assistants here, both have obviously different roles, and we're going to kind of move through that a little bit today um, on um, the, uh, the the podcast, but really just wanted an opportunity to, to interview some assistants. We've interviewed some pastors who spent a long time as uh, assistants, but uh, guys that are in that role now. And uh, so won't you take a minute, and we'll start with uh, Jeremy, and tell us just kind of a um, 30,000 foot view of yourself, your family, and how you got here. Okay, I'm actually um, excited to be here. This has been a tremendous opportunity to be part of this ministry at Morgantown uh, with Faith Baptist Church and Morgantown Christian Academy. We actually uh, lived in uh, the South most of our life. My wife and three boys uh, lived in Tennessee and then in North Carolina. And throughout that whole time, we were in the Christian school ministry. I I uh, led. I was led by the Lord to get into Christian school ministry, got the degrees for it, and then I got the experience over a course of 23 years in uh, Christian education. Um, during that time, I had the opportunity to serve for two years with Pastor Spicer, who came to the church and school ministry where I was in North Carolina. And that's another story we could talk about. There's a lot of things there that are just uh, dynamic, and, and you see the Lord's providence. Uh, but uh, when he came up to Morgantown here in Faith Baptist Church, um, I was sad to see him go, but I continued in my Christian school ministry. And then give it a second thought about what the Lord would have for me, uh, just moving along. And, and just to make a long story short, uh, uh, he was challenging my heart over the course of the last uh, three to four years prior to today and just telling, just working on me that I needed to do something more, something different uh, with my uh, training and and I didn't know what that was in ministry. And I said, and I felt he was leading me maybe into missions or maybe into some sort of uh, other ministry. But mm. I was so set into Christian ed and I loved it so much that I basically said, Lord, I'm going to need an audible voice. Uh, you know how it is. Some people say Gideon with his fleece. I said audible voice. And, and I challenged him. Well, no kidding. About two weeks later, it was an audible voice. Uh, Pastor Trey Spicer called me on the phone <laughs> and he said, I've got an opportunity I want you to pray about. And in my mind, I was thinking maybe administrator of the school. And I was like, well, I don't know if I want to do that. He said, no, I'd like you to be my assistant. I need help administratively. Hmm. And I said, I've got to pray about that one. It took me about six months of praying and wow. finally the Lord convicted me that I need to be here. And I'm excited to be here ever wow. since. Never look back. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Now, you're married. I am. Children? Yes, three boys, uh, 20, uh, 17, and 14. Wow. So how long um, combined in in the Christian school ministry and now assistant pastor um, have you been in the ministry? Well, we're going about 25 years then totally, uh, hitting the silver anniversary. Yeah. Um, But like I said, I... With that Christian school experience, it fit in perfectly to the ministry we have here with our Christian school growing and expanding and doing very well uh, yeah. and, and meeting uh, the challenges of the future. So, so as an assistant, uh, do you do you listen to the podcast? I do, yeah. actually. Is it voluntary? Uh, well, let's say, let's say yes. <laughs> For the sake of our audience, yes. <laughs> no, but I seriously do enjoy it. I uh I, I enjoy uh, listening to it, and uh, and I get a chuckle, and I and I and I learn too from it. So awesome. it's both. Awesome, Joey Neal. Uh, now, what is your what's your role here? I'm a youth pastor, uh, predominantly. Do some things with the school here and there, and uh, pretty much just help Pastor Treg with anything he needs. Yeah, uh, on top of all the, on top of those things. But, right. So uh, tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, so my background I'm a uh, pastor's son. So I grew up in ministry and uh, grew up assisting a pastor um, all the time uh, for whatever he needed as well. So I used to seeing ministry and helping with um, different things needed in the church, but grew up in that. Uh, went to a Christian high school, went to Maranatha Baptist University uh, in Wisconsin, and that's where I met my wife. And so we've been married uh, coming up on four years. Mm. And so that'll be in, in June. But I uh, got married. And as soon as uh, we got married, we went into camp ministry mm. um, in Northland. And so that was an interesting time. It was kind of a restart of that ministry up there after um, some of the things that they went through prior. And I had never been in camp ministry before, actually. Mm. I've always done church ministry. Um, even during my summers, I never counsel at a camp i did three straight church internships in the summers Mm -hmm. um and then i go into camp ministry blind Um, and so that was a a great learning experience where you kind of get to do a little bit of everything Hmm. um, from manual labor to counseling counselors to Hmm. working with staff Um, and so got a, a taste of that became program director for about a year there at northland And then uh, we were led here. Jeremy Fraser was one of our speakers um, during summer camps um, at Northland Camp, and he was friends with with Pastor Treg. And so we we came close with Jeremy um, while we were there at camp, and we're just sharing with him uh, that, man, we just would really love to be in church ministry and feel like that's where we need to be long term. Mm -hmm. He said, well, I might know somebody. And so he called Pastor Treg and uh, we talked, and then the rest is history. We ended up coming here, and um, a couple other things on the table um, where it seemed like in the past that that was always a dream position, but God clearly mm-hmm. was pointing us here, yeah. um, and, and and we haven't regretted it at yeah. all. We love being in this area, um, and so that's that's how we've been here. Now we've been here over um, about two and a half years, and awesome. God's been good. That's yeah. for sure. Amen. I, uh, you know, we we did a few podcast ago, we talk about uh, kind of the, the title of assistant pastor versus assistant to the pastor versus administrative assistant. In my mind, that all um, can tie around into where your personal strengths are. So um, just in, uh, you know, quickly, 
um, what would you say, you know, your personal strengths are? Like, I, I would imagine that, Jeremy, you're an administrator. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. I, you would have to be, right? Yes, yes. I, it, is, it is my strength, but it's also my weakness, if I can explain this. Um, I, I'm a guy that tends to, you, you hear people come up and they say, hey, man, that guy, all he does is talk about things that went on in the past, people that hate him in the past, things that he went through in the past. He's living in the past. I live in the future. Yeah. And that's my problem. I, I, I tend to not see things around me for mm. what they are and, and actually take the time I need. I'm always like looking ahead, living right. in the future. And my wife tells me all the time, you need to stop living in the future. Mm. I mean, we go on vacation and she says, stop administrating the vacation. <laughs> I said, we got to be there at 813. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. We're on vacation. Right. So I've got to be careful of that. And I've gotten better at it. But that's kind of the way I've been wired, and, right. and that is a strength. That's that's the reason Pastor Spicer wants me here, because when he when I came on board, his wife told me, uh, you're here for one big reason. And I said, what is that? She said, so he doesn't have another heart attack. Mm. And mm-hmm. so my goal is mm. to make sure in all that I do that it takes enough load off of him that he doesn't have a heart attack. Mm. And uh, and so with with Pastor Joey here taking the youth and really handling it well, that takes a big load off. And then what I'm doing on my side as well uh, with church and school, uh, trying to do that. In, in that role of administration, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about right. that balance between church and school ministry. Sure. You guys have a, mm-hmm. a growing Christian school here. Right. Um, what would you say... Uh, were, were you brought in as an assistant pastor? These are your responsibilities. Uh, I'm going to give oversight, but I want you to run with it. Um, was, is that kind of the relationship? Yeah, and, and to understand, um, again, we had a relationship prior to this ministry yeah. where we understood a lot of each other. We had similar backgrounds, and we shared a lot, and we know a lot about how each other is wired. And, uh, and so... Pastor Spicer knew what I what he wanted in this position, mm. and uh, I'm not the dynamic speaker. I mean, I I don't mind doing it. I like doing it, but uh, Joey's going to get the nod on that before I do mm. most of the time because he's much better at it. I'll just say that. So so I I I understand that uh, that's not my strength. Mm. But behind the scenes is where I work best. Yeah. And uh, and and he, Pastor Spicer, and Joey can attest to this, he's a hands-on guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't get to your office for three minutes before he's down the hall seeing what you're doing, how you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's not anything oppressive. It's right. it's, mm-hmm. it's friendly. Right. Yeah. It's what can I do to help? It's right. it's it's how mm-hmm. are you doing? And yeah. so and he, he told me straight up, you, you're going to get into a hands-on situation. That's the way I am. He yeah. told it about himself. Right. So So there is oversight. Yeah. And, he, and, he, and I mean, I come from ministries where you never saw the pastor hmm. and you're like, what are we doing? I mean, right. how do we do this? It's the opposite here. And yeah. I'm, I'm much more ha- I would r- rather have it on this end yeah. than uh, than the other way. So. So, yeah. yes, to yeah. hear it, your question. OK. Mm-hmm. How, about, how about you? What, what would you say your strengths are? Strengths would be um, just being with people. Yeah. Uh, love being with people. I, I don't mind speaking in front of people. Um, just outgoing and, and uh, Trey always says I'm creative I don't know about that I try to be creative um, yeah. Think, try to look at things differently and mm-hmm. um, how can we approach this with a different viewpoint yeah. or um, something different we haven't done before um, right. 
So creativity and, and outgoing would probably be my strengths, which can also sometimes, you know, be your weaknesses because right. you focus on those things so much that you maybe miss some details here and there and um, don't always have everything as buttoned up as maybe it needs to be. But more vision and speaking and people. Right. Um, creativity would probably be strengths. Yeah. Um, and still, obviously, I've perfected those strengths. Sure. Uh, no, no, sure. I, absolutely. We're, we're all growing uh, for sure. Do you feel like that? Um, you know, that is um, coupled with, with your title here um, as an assistant pastor, or is it more of an assistant too, or you have this area of responsibility? and Yeah, it's uh, kind of everything, um, depending on the day, um, <laughs> depending what we're doing at that time of ministry. Yeah. Um, as but far as the team, you feel like? Yeah, I really do feel like we're, we're a good team, and a lot of times we don't even have to meet to know what, what needs to be done and yeah. who needs to do it and how that needs to be done, um, which is nice. But as far as what I do, um, for I do first through sixth grade ministry and the, um, the seventh through twelfth grade ministry, so the teens, and really... Really, Pastor Treg just says, hey, be creative, do what you do. Yeah. Um, and so I'm allowed to, to use my strengths as far as speaking and building relationships and being creative. Um, but then as far as am I an assistant too or an assistant, um, I think as far as how I operate, it's usually more an assistant too. Hmm. Um, because it's whatever Treg can't get done is what I need to start, is what I need to pick up. Hmm. Um, so as far as like, it could be design work. I, I can use, he's, he gives me the ability to use my strengths to right. do specific projects for him. Yeah. Um, and so it was interesting, actually, I don't know, about a year ago, he had uh, both of us take a, a test and it's called a strength finder test. Huh. And it, it took your, took your um, strengths. And what he did actually with us, after we took that strength finder test, he said, okay, he sat down with me and he said, these are some of the strengths you're showing. And it's, it was creativity. It was learning from the past. It was um, being able to think things differently and build relationships. He said, okay, these are your strengths. So now we're going to tailor what you do to your strengths. kind of." Mm, wow. And so now he's kind of given me the freedom to do excel in different roles and areas yeah. um, that are an assist to him yeah. as far as maybe making social media posts or advertising right. or speaking when he's not here. Yeah. Um, that he kind of builds what I assist him with according to what my strengths that we found. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is your first role at, as an assistant, right? You're in Correct. camp ministry, so this is your first time. Right. Is it is it what you thought it would be? It is. It is. And I had um, experience kind of, I mean, being in pastor's home, you see um, the other pastors constantly. And I did a couple internships before coming here. Um, and so it, it is what I envisioned um, as far as being an assistant. And you just... Um, and my dad would always tell me that growing up, even when I went to different internships, mm -hmm. um, he'd say, now you're going there to be a help to this pastor. Mm -hmm. You're assisting this pastor, whether that was my actual title or not. It was an right. intern. Right. But he said, you're going to be an assistant to this pastor. Mm -hmm. And he would sit down with me before, we, before I would go, and we'd always you know, get dinner together or something like that. And he said, your job this summer as an intern is to do whatever you can to make your pastor look good and be successful. Wow, yeah. Um, and so that's kind of... Um, just kind of been taught to me all yeah. throughout. And so the mm -hmm. attitude bringing into this is, and I don't know if I'm always successful in this, but whatever I can do to help Pastor Treg be successful and make him look as good as he can, mm -hmm. um, that's that's really what my role is. No matter what my title is, that's that's what one of my goals is. Yeah, that's good. Um, 
obviously 25 years mm-hmm. um, this is this is the role that you feel like God has put you in from yes. er, early on mm-hmm. um, with with Joey this your your, your first assistant role mm-hmm. um, obviously we're all open to what God wants us to do mm-hmm. um, but I think sometimes our view of the assistant can sometimes be the stepping stone of when I really make it. Um, you know, when I really make it in, in ministry, mm-hmm. you know, I won't be an assistant. Well, uh, that is, that's ridiculous. It, it really is. I mean, God uh, gives us strengths and some of those strengths are better served in, in, in that role, mm-hmm. such as uh, your role. So you're content in that. Uh, Joey, Growing up, how did you look at, at you know, the assistant, and did your dad have an assistant back? Yeah, my dad had an assistant and a, a youth, so it'd be actually very similar to okay. kind of the setup we have. Did, were they long-term? Yeah, um, his assistant was with him the entire time, Wow, um, 35 years. He's actually retiring in yeah. two weeks. As an assistant? Yeah, Wonderful. he's just wow. now retiring uh, huh. this coming uh, two weeks from now. And so it's um, it's been a position that was always regarded, in yeah. my view. Um, even you look at scripture and you think of Moses and Aaron and, right. and the people who would assist Paul on his journeys and just um, those were never positions to be looked down upon. Right. Um, yeah. But they are positions that were vital. Um, and I, I just think it can be dangerous when we start looking at any position as a stepping stone. Right. To get somewhere else because then it builds it builds discontent. I kind of look at that even as in the family of husband and wife, obviously mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. roles. But but. One isn't less valuable than than the other. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the value. It just has to do with the you know the different uh, responsibilities and roles Absolutely. that we provide. Take me through. I, I'd like to get into uh, a little bit of the nuts and bolts of everything. I'll ask you, Joey. Do you voluntarily listen to the to the podcast on occasion? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I do. Yes, I love it. Um, I, I I make Good my answer. assistant listen. Good answer, to it. Joe. I, I force mine not to listen to it. Uh, anyway. I, uh, I wanted to kind of get into some of the nuts and bolts of, of kind of your week and, and your schedule. Um, one being you, you've got an interesting dynamic that not everybody has, but most likely some of our listeners uh, are in uh, a ministry with a school. Uh, so um, that's common mm-hmm. to you. That's been you know yes. your whole ministry. Um, what do you think is... What's changed for you now coming in where you were just on the Christian school side? Now you've got the balance between assistant pastor and school. Well, besides getting yelled at by parents on a regular basis, <laughs> uh, don't miss that. Uh, and you know, so so basically, it, like I told you in prior conversations, I'm not actually an administrator in the trenches, but I oversee the school, and I work well with the administration of the school, and we have a good rapport. And they do a fantastic job, and the teachers do a fantastic job. Um, my One of my big jobs right now is trying to get us to the accreditation process, and that's a big job to work on. And in the meantime, we find ourselves on a weekly basis developing new ideas and new programs and new things that need to really expand our church that we never tried before. And a lot of it's challenged because of the COVID situation. Right. Um, for instance, uh, we're having a sunrise service uh, and it's going to be parking lot Mm -hmm. 
hmm. uh, drive up and do it in the parking lot yeah. and, and so on. We got to have a sound system, get that all organized, donuts, coffee, that type of thing hmm. this Sunday morning. Um, and, you know, so so I've got Pastor Spicer understands that I've got some main jobs to do, but he constantly, which is great, he kind of guides me to things I need to be working on to enhance the program uh, around us as far as the church yeah. because you got you got uh, senior saints and that, I want to get that back going again but we had to take a break because of COVID yeah. uh, but there, there's so many different things we need to work on in, in discipleship programs that he wants to get developed and and we've, we've enhanced our fellowship programs with outdoor fellowships mm. and on Wednesday evenings in the summer, mm. which are good. And we have the service out there and it's, it's brought more people in. And, and so I've got to get all the food and, and, and everything together for that and, mm. and for to feed 150 people if yeah. needed. And so there's a lot involved in, and, um, and we're having evangelistic meetings next week. Or two mm. weeks from now, excuse me, and I need to get food ready for those and, right. and get staffing ready to help me with that area. Yeah. So there's all kinds of things we work on that he doesn't have to worry about. He yeah. just he just prepares for the messages. He prepares and and he does his thing. And he goes to the coffee shops. Would you uh, people speak speak to this point? Yeah. Both, both of you, if mm-hmm. you would. Um, how um, how is that ministry? I mean, how is planning food and planning meals? Um, how how well? You know, how does that fall in? What I find is that it it allows me to minister to church members that are looking to help. I mean, we have so yeah. many out there that are just anxious to get jump into the. So you're not doing it all yourself. No. you're you're overseeing. You're delegating. And that's what I've been amazed by yeah. this church since I've been here under two years is that we've got so many people that want to jump in and help. I mean, mm-hmm. I could have a staff of a hundred if I wanted. Uh, and, I, and at times we try and do that. And uh, it's just so good to see them work together as a team and, and they get, they feel part of the ministry. Yeah. Uh, you know, I could run out there and try to break my neck and do everything on my own. And right. Joey and I could be the staff and we're going to do it all. Mm-hmm. But it, but we have an opportunity to involve these individuals mm-hmm. and then they feel that they're ministering to people as well. Yeah. And uh, when we take food to um, an apartment complex, down the road and we we put on a grill out there and and the kids mm. come uh, you know and and they get ministered to a chance to share the gospel to show them we care mm. uh, we've got church members helping us yeah so so that's that's a big part of it I mean to mm. keep the church members involved in this I mean they're not always going to get up and preach the word from the pulpit right. they're not going to teach Sunday school right but they'll jump in and help where it's needed and they yeah. feel important and feel needed yeah and uh, that's part of it. Joey's got people that work with youth, work with them in youth that are similar. He can talk about that. Yeah. But that's kind are of you, Are you a good delegator? Not naturally. Yeah. Um, and I had to learn that even at camp is I, just because I can do whatever task needs to be done doesn't mean I have to be the one doing it. Yeah. Um, and so I'm still working on that. There are times where even on a Wednesday night for teens where I just want to run every single mm-hmm. part because... I know in my head how I want it, right. and I don't want to take the time to communicate to other people right. how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. And so, in my mind, I often think it's just quicker if I just do it. John, and while John that might Maxwell. be true, but it's not helpful. Right. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Uh, John Maxwell made the statement that um, if someone can do it eighty percent as good as we can, we ought to, you know, we ought to pass it <laughs> on. And that's probably true. You know? yeah. But what I found, find for myself when I was an assistant, and, and even my uh, assistant, 
if if somebody if my pastor told me to do it yeah um he wasn't necessarily telling me personally to right. have my hands on everything he was giving me the responsibility to see that it was you know yeah. getting done and that's a hard thing it really is a hard thing to transition in mm-hmm. uh, especially you know when i was younger um that's really good now on a weekly uh basis I know that COVID has changed so much in ministry for uh, everyone, but how do you how do you run with? Uh, well, let me pause there, and, and I didn't ask you, Joey. What is your involvement in the school? Talk, talk about that. For yeah, me. Um, I teach a couple different classes now, um, so I teach probably three periods a day. Um, so I get here at seven thirty each morning. My wife teaches in second grade, so we just drive in together. Uh, get here at seven thirty. I teach usually from nine to are from 10 to 12 and then I teach from 2 to 3 and uh, and so I got to get ready for classes and then whatever else I got going on I do in between hmm. uh, in between classes and when I'm not teaching I'm I'm doing church stuff so um, so it's constant it's there's always something I'm doing uh, whether it's PE or Bible or uh, music classes, whatever it is, I'm always teaching something. Do you guys have the same something. day off, or is it staggered through the week? Well, it's changed a little bit. Okay, it just I've got a different schedule, and and that's the thing about Pastor Spicer. He gives us a lot of flexibility. Mm-hmm. He says, if you need this day off, take it. Yeah. Uh, if we've got an appointment that we got to go to, fine. He doesn't right. care because he knows we'll get the work done and we'll right. work hard for right. him. Yeah. So we really can't say there's a day off. Hmm. Um, like uh, normally, we would say Monday for me. I, it was in the past when we had pre-COVID, yeah. but now I'm coming in Mondays. Hmm. For me right now, it's Friday, um, <laughs> just because the school has gone four days virtual and one day, yeah. or four day, or four days in person, one day virtual. Yeah. Okay. So, so that one virtual day is Friday. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I just take Friday off because I don't have to be here to teach. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's a built-in day. But as far as um, when the school year is five days, don't really have a designated day off. It's more like enjoy your time yeah. Saturday. And uh, with not doing Sunday evenings right now, right. Um, kind of get the time there. And yeah. usually my load is lessened a little bit. Yeah. So um, it's flexed throughout it the is. last two and a half years. Yeah, it really has. It's yeah. a little different yeah. now than normal. Mm-hmm. So as a staff, do you meet regularly? Mm-hmm. Um, is it more one on Do you, uh, as far as um, growth development, things like that, do you do anything mm-hmm. as a staff uh, that retreats and things yeah. like that? Yeah, we do from time to time, and uh, obviously it's been different and not as consistent since COVID happened because you just never know what a week's going to bring. But even this year, uh, beginning of the year, Pastor Trigg said, hey, write down all of your goals ministry-wise, personally, uh, spiritually, all of your goals, and then we're going to go out to lunch. We'll just talk about them. Hmm. Um, So just as far as investing in someone uh, like that to be able to – kind of have a goal for in ministry and not just uh, we're just working yeah but it actually has things that we're shooting at and working towards uh personally yeah uh, so we do that but then we also have meetings when you need meetings um mm-hmm. i'm not sure if you have to meet every week if if things are going well obviously it's helpful yeah uh, but with the busyness of school and and everything um but also it's been it's been helpful even for us um, we all, I mean, we can just text each other. If something needs done, yeah. we just send a text. And it's been really nice in this ministry, and it, it is rare. I think it's rare because all three of us are, yes, we work with each other, and there's a hierarchy, but we're also friends. Yeah. Um, and so when something needs done or there's something we're concerned about, uh, we either just call some, call each other, text each other, yeah. and, and we get it figured out. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been helpful. Uh, but we still do scheduled meetings as much as we can within a busy schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It used to be every Tuesday, but we had to flex that yeah. because of COVID. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it's, it's a great uh, team. I mean, the bottom line is we pretty much know what each other's thinking a lot of times, which yes. makes it unique. It, it's, right. We don't have to really meet a lot. Yeah. And like I said, Pastor Spicer is very hands on. So he's having informal meetings all the time. Right. With us. Right. Right. Yeah. I'll give you an example. Um, he'll pre we have two services in the morning and he'll do this to Joey and I. He'll he'll preach the first nine thirty service and then he'll finish and he'll call us into his office. He'll say, how did that go? Is there anything they need to improve upon? Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll critique him. And then the next service at 11, he's got it fixed. Wow. <laughs> if yeah. there's anything. Yeah. Or, or he just needs pumped up and we'll say, right. good job, man. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and it's common to find if you walk in on yeah. a regular work day, yeah. if he'll, he'll be sitting on my couch in my office or he'll, yeah. he'll be sitting in, yeah. in Jeremy's office on his chair. And so not... We don't so much have formal meetings as much as it's a relationship throughout the week where we just keep mm-hmm. each other up to date and share with each other what's going on. And in the evenings, we're texting, we're right. back and forth. I mean, it's like a 24-7 thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, with the school, obviously, it, it brings a new dynamic in it. Um, mm-hmm. your, your time off, do you feel like that you have time off i know it's flexible but when i mean are you able to unplug and say i'm i'm off the clock i'm 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 stepping away or do you have to get out of town to do that uh for me it's out of town uh because i can't I, i just everything is hard to compartmentalize with me given the way i'm wired um but I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in different stage of my life than Joey would be. So there's different things there. I'm, I mean, I'm looking at buying a house. He already bought one, but I'm looking at right now buying a house. I've got a kid mm. looking to get into the Air Force or trying to work that out. Mm. Uh, there's different things going on that, that, uh, that, uh, you know, I normally have not experienced yet or yeah. affect family life versus job. So, right. so I think, uh, I think it's really, uh, a challenge, but I, for me personally, I would say that, I'd probably need to get out of town. And like I said, even then I got to be careful because right. I'm scheduling the vacation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> when we eat, when we do this, so yeah. I've got to totally walk away. And, yeah. Yeah. That's good. No, okay. not for me. Um, Friday hits Thursday night. I'm excited for Friday. Right. Okay. Um, I can sleep in Friday morning. Yeah. I can spend time with my wife on, on Fridays and, um, so for me, for, I love Fridays and Saturdays, and I love work too. Sure, no, but, I, but yeah. I love Fridays and Saturdays because I do feel like I can unplug. Some of that is because um, we bought a house; it's about twenty minutes away. Hmm. Um, so I feel like I'm not going to get called into work if they need something. Right. You know, like, I'm yeah. twenty minutes away. I'm not the first person they're calling. <laughs> right. uh, I don't know if that's the right attitude to have. But <laughs> I understand it's uh, important. But, it important. But yeah. coming from like when I was at camp, I mean, you lived on campus, yeah. and you yeah. were you were never off the clock because you were on campus. Yeah. Um, and so I think even even staff members who live across the street from church or yeah. on a parsonage right. never feel like they get time off unless yeah. they leave. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas for us. Um, 20 minutes away is where we live and so I feel for me uh, I don't have as much pressures yet I don't have children yet and I don't um, have as much uh, going on as as some others would in in this stage of life but for me Fridays and Saturdays are are nice but Pastor Treg also does a good job of Hey, if you need days, and we, we get at least, yeah. I mean, we get holidays and, and vacation weeks throughout right. the year as well. Right. I mean, um, I could we but, could walk in there and say we need three weeks for 
to take off and he would say okay you know but right. <laughs> he would do it he would do oh, it like that. <laughs> yeah i mean but, but he understands we wouldn't abuse it yeah and uh, that's the key well, let me ask you this and we only have just a, a few minutes um so mm-hmm. i, I want to ask you each this question what is the most impactful thing um that you have learned as an assistant or, or maybe something uh, something very, very important in, in your mind that you would want every other uh, assistant pastor or, um, you know, someone in leadership in that capacity to, to know? Well, I, I think there's several, but I'm just going to focus on the relationship that I have with the pastor directly. And that's basically what it comes down to. It's got to start there because you're, you're working with this man. You're working for this man. And... Um, and one of the things I learned, and he knows this straight up, is that if, if you're an assistant out there, you need to be helpful to your pastor, but you can't be a yes man. You've mm-hmm. got to be able to be clear because he's looking for guidance as well. You might think he knows it all. You might think he's gifted, and he is, but he's looking to learn just like you are. Mm-hmm. No one has arrived. And there may be things as an assistant that you see that you can point out. And as long as it's done in the right way, it's done in a respectful way. Mm-hmm. I think it, it can really help your pastor. And um, he calls me the he's called me the no man because I, I tell him no sometimes a lot. Mm-hmm. Like today I did. I we had a we had a, a thing about the school going on and we were talking about. It. I said you can't do that. I said you shouldn't do that. That would be uh, you know. And he thought about. It. He said yeah you're right. You know. Yeah. So so that's the kind of thing you deal with. And there's times when I'm wrong too. Yeah. And I, I want him to tell me when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so I think it's having that relationship that's straightforward, and and not just hey, whatever you want, I'm just going to do it. You know, because mm-hmm. he told me straight up, he said I don't like yes men. I mm-hmm. mean, he told me that last week because there was somebody he knows that was in a situation where they the guys were just saying whatever he wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. And so, even though your pastor may seem like he wants you to be. Uh, cordial in all things and just give him the answers he wants I usually he would appreciate and respect uh, yeah. the truth and straight up front yeah that's good make him better that's good yeah go yeah. ahead Joey uh, for me it's just probably two things but the first is having a humble spirit mm-hmm. um, there are times when you get in ministries and you think you maybe know better than whoever's in charge or you think your answer might be better than their answer um, but a lot of times that's not the case um, you just feel that way, especially if you're a younger assistant or younger um, guy. You think you have all the new ideas. Uh, you think you have the the way things should start going and how you, how you would like to change everything. Um, but a lot of times there's not wisdom in making rash changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and, and being able to realize, okay, you know what? He's been here longer than me. He's experienced more than me. I need to learn from him. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Sometimes you, you don't have the greatest person to learn from as far as they don't invest in you. Um, but many times you have to search yourself first. Are you investable? Do you, do you let them actually train you? Do you let, are you a teachable person? Yeah. Um, and so that's something that uh, I went from being, you know, in charge of camp where everyone answered to me and now I'm here and I answer to him and it had to be a change of dynamic where it was, okay. I'm not in charge. I need to learn. Yeah. I need to humble myself and say, all right, I can learn from this person. Hmm. And I think when we put ourselves in the position um, of humility and saying, I'm going to learn everything I can 
um, from the people I work with instead of trying to get them to learn from me. Hmm. Um, I, I think that really helps your mindset. Yeah. Let me just say one thing. Yeah, I'm sure. going to brag on him. Uh, he's very accurate on that as far as hmm. teachability. He is very teachable, and I've appreciated that about Joey. And Pastor Spicer does too. Joey, if, if there's something that you need to correct or he needs to improve upon, he's right on it. Hmm. And uh, he, he practices exactly what he's saying there, and uh, we're very thankful for that. And that's a lesson to us. Yeah. Um, we we got to watch our humility, and we've got to be teachable. Yeah. Uh, when I was an administrator, I would when we hired teachers in for Christian school, that's one of the things I looked for right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Are you teachable? Or are you coming in with all this experience, thinking you can mm-hmm. run the show? Right. So I had to be careful too, because I'm I've got experience, but I don't know it all. Yeah. Especially in this position. Right. So, uh, so that's been a lesson watching how he does it mm. uh, coming in. So That's awesome. Well, guys, thank you. Yeah. This has been very helpful, uh, very impactful. If you uh, have a question for Joe or Joey or Jeremy, um, be sure and, and reach out. Uh, you can do that by um, emailing dan at hopespoint.org. Uh, we're going to have a website up very soon, and we'll give you all the contact information for that probably next uh, episode. But be sure and, and like and share and uh, give us a, a good review, and maybe somebody that you know would, would be uh, benefited by listening to this uh, episode. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Very good.